0: Hi, my name is Frankie. Thank you for listening to my mom. I never listen.
1: But net rolls right along with our podcast, and I am so pleased to be joined by Kelly Von White, the head coach of Southern Illinois. Kelly. It is always great to see you. How's it going?
0: It's going pretty good. Always great to see you as well, Debbie. Uh, you know, we had a semi off day yesterday, so it was good to just catch up on some national basketball that you just get into seeing scores all the time, but having a break to sit down and watch some yeah. other conferences felt kind of good.
1: When you sit down and watch other games, not in your league, and, you know, do you have a pad of paper with you? Do you are you scouting? Like, what are you doing?
0: Oh, of course. I'm looking for trends and tendencies uh, because you got so many friends, you know, in the industry that that are playing that at least I used to coach with. So yesterday watching LSU, watching Ole Miss, uh, you know, I'm I'm looking for tendencies of, OK, what, what are these scoring droughts? What what are when they're making their runs? What are they looking for? Oh, man, look at that mismatch isolation, you know, that they took advantage of. And so you see things. We're, we're all thieves. Uh, we all run each other's stuff uh and and so it's just about growing the game but I also look at playmakers um and I I'm constantly texting my kids hoping my kids are watching basketball uh even on their uh break time but just trying to get to grow the game through them and get them to look at uh the different levels that are out there but understanding we're all doing some of the same stuff
1: yeah I I always say that uh, there's not really a lot of secrets there could be a tweak or a change You might, you know you might you know, as you said, tendencies, you might shake it up a little bit. You know, I thought Coach Yo did a great job in changing up her ball screen coverage and changing her multiple looks defensively, giving different layers to their defense. You know, when you're watching that and you're, and you know, you got, like you said, you have a bunch of friends in the business. Um, how much do you think that your familiarity with how they play and what they like to do, you can feel it absorbed a little bit in what you're trying to do. I mean, because right. you know, like when you're friends, you're friends, right? You kind yeah. of got to do a lot of stuff the same.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I talk to our kids that way, just transition uh, basketball on both ends of the floor. We always talk about first three steps. And so when you're watching how an old Miss is going to get out and push that ball and how they got back into the game by pushing that ball, finishing, um, scoring and not settling – Uh, for shots. But then you talk about, hey, look at the backpedal here. First three steps has to be the same the other way. That's how Flaugé is getting out, you know, getting through the rim. So you can't have first three steps going 100 miles an hour on offense, but you're backpedaling on defense. People are going to take advantage and expose that. So it's great teaching points. I grab a couple, three clips just to mix in with our film for the next couple of games, just because I know our kids know those names on the national level. And they see that it all translates it, the same stuff that you think your coaches are just yapping, yapping, yapping. It, it, yeah. It's every level. You can turn on the, um, the NBA and my bulls, same thing. Colby white is pushing that ball. And if we don't get back, Alex Caruso that played at a, I mean, like he's back taking charges on bigs running the floor not looking same thing we're trying to do. Um, uh, so it all translates. It's a great time of year that you got ball on so many different levels, uh, that we can teach from.
1: I love that. You know, one of the the efforts that we we try with our podcast and with our work in the valley is to raise the collective personality, work ethic, and IQ. And you mentioned IQ. And, you know, when you get to this time in the season, you know, you've already pushed the tires uphill and you've done all the stuff that you need to do, right? The work's in. And then now it comes down to concepts and and the IQ of your players and being able to read and rep and and see defenses and all that. How how much time are you spending on film and reps and building confidence in those other areas where, you know, the second time around in the valley or whatever, you're going to have to change it up a little?
0: Yeah, I got those point guards coming in as soon as I get off this film with you. I mean, film, the film doesn't lie. And for our IQ to raise, they just got to watch it and they have to hear me. They have to hear my staff. And so when I started hearing them in press conferences and we're all speaking the same language a little bit. I know it's translating. I know that they're growing. So right after the point guards leave, I got those interior players coming in uh, to make sure that they understand. So it's it's just part of it where um, I was talking with our men's staff that you just got to keep teaching. It's a classroom effort thing. We got notebooks just like they got notebooks and spirals for class. We got notebooks for basketball, and we treat it like a classroom um, where with writing it down, retention comes.
1: You had a lot of opportunity to take jobs and you waited and you waited for the right one. And now you're coming around a second time. Uh, What, what did you learn? What did, has your level of expectation? Has it changed? Um, You know, where are you right now in your vision for what you want to do with your program?
0: Man, I love it. I love it because one of the things I was telling my staff when they were asking me what I felt like was the difference where the difference was I, when I'm watching and I'm scouting, I'm sitting on zone offense as an assistant. I'm sitting on press breaker. I'm sitting on press defense. Those are my three categories, you know, that I'm making sure I know backwards and forwards. I know what our opponent's going to do. Now as a head coach, yeah, I'm delegating some of those things, but I still have a hand um, in all of it. So the biggest challenge for me, W, it hasn't been the X's and O's of all of that. It's just been the management, you know, of everything, making sure that, okay, I've delegated this, but let me make sure they understand, you know, how I want that. Let me listen to what they're doing and incorporate that uh, into it all. At the same time, let me make sure the players understand what each coach is articulating because we all bring something um, different. So just making sure the game plan is there. What I've loved about this group, our uh, collective, we always do books every year. And this year has been John Gordon's Stick Together Um, And this group has really embraced that. And so I'm having a great time coaching these kids because the buy-in in in year two, they know what I want, you know, a little bit more. Um, And the buy-in has been great. We've had adversity where we've lost players for extended periods of time this season beyond their control, some of it. And all of a sudden my bench steps in into starting roles, into roles they haven't played in, and you're beating teams you know, that nobody gave you a shot to be in. So now their confidence is growing. So the boat's moving in the right direction. I gave them a Colby tweet. How do you, how do you climb Mount Everest? One step at a time. And right now we're still, in the we're in the Valley. We're in the Valley,
1: but I, I know, love we, the rising tides. And, uh, uh I also up here. Yes. Yeah. Up here, right here. Yeah. That's my John Gordon collection. Yep. Right I have um, so I don't have his new one yet, but um, I haven't read that. But, but.
0: it's a good, one. it's a good one. Stick together, and well, you know I'm always going to be physical and actually get the sticks and break them out and give them to our kids. Um, Love it, but it's a big one. I told my husband is really big on TVs, and I'm like, baby, we got a TV in every room. We have to have more bookcases in this house for our daughter than we do TVs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Number of bookcases versus number of TVs. We're losing yeah. that battle here too.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah have a lot more TV.
1: TVs. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, how how is your daughter? How's school? Getting ready? How was the break? Christmas, Santa Claus, all the good stuff that you know you get to do.
0: Man, she's 11. Her team was in here last night, uh, practicing. Um, they they won the conference. They're they're on the regionals. They're hosting regionals. So I got a little sixth grade point guard starting on the eighth grade team, and she's starting to love it. Mommy's just trying not to mess her up. She comes down says, Mom, could you run through our zone offense? I'm like, oh, Lord. All right, so I came down there and worked with the girls on it. But she just had a typical uh, middle school, you know, Christmas, growing out of toys, in the clothes, caring about her appearance a little more. Uh, But we got those straight A's, so um, I'm happy with her. She's loving it. She's found a great group down here that pushes her academically, and she's just got some good friends that Mommy actually likes.
1: Well, that's important. The friend group is critical in middle school. That's for sure. Uh, I hate middle school. I hated it for all three of mine. I can't stand it. I don't I don't even know how teachers enjoy teaching middle school. But you mentioned something about, you know, helping your daughter's team with the zone. Isn't mm-hmm. it interesting how there are times when your kids want you around and then there's times when, I mean, everybody knows who you are and what you do. And so bringing you to practice can have a... One or the other effect, right? Yeah. And it's great that your daughter embraces it like that because uh, my youngest son does the same thing with me, and it's so gratifying to know that they they uh, they don't mind you being around because you're not intrusive, you're not over the top, you're just being the mom. But you also happen to know a little basketball.
0: Just just a little in her eyes, just a little. Um, and I do. I try to stick to that mom role. We go to games. I'll say something. My husband will give me a quick little jab to shut up. <laughs> But I enjoy being I enjoy being mom. And I, I told uh, I told Coach Harris, Johnny the other day. I told her, I said, there's no way I'm coaching her. There's no way. I said I, I won't coach her because I just want to enjoy her. I want to enjoy. Wow. I want to be that parent that gets to enjoy her. So one of y'all are gonna have to take her.
1: Yeah. Isn't it <laughs> great though that you got one of y'all is a lot of y'alls that you it have is. that can take her that would love to have her, right? That's yeah. so cool. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm the same way when I watch my son play. I, I say nothing. Yep. I don't even really like sitting too close to my husband because I don't want to give off any bad body language if he leans over and says something or if he jabs, you know. Yeah. And I'm you know, I just would rather just be the mom, keep my mouth shut. It's like going to the game, right? Everybody knows who you are. They know that you know more basketball than the middle school coach. So why would you wanna, you know, put that coach in that position when it's it's you want to be the mom for your daughter?
0: You just want to be the mom. And like I said, they're winning, they're having fun. They're a yeah. good, good group of girls. And uh, I remind our players all the time because we always have those middle schools, high school teams rolling in here. Little eyes are always watching and we have a responsibility toward them. So uh, well, it, it's a full circle, full circle moment for me with those guys.
1: So important, Kelly, and you have it in such great perspective and, these are the moments when we know our game continues to move forward and evolve because we got good people that care for the right reasons, doing the right things, helping their kids make good choices, helping them make their own choices, and hoping that they're good and, and you know, advancing the game. Like that game at Ole Miss, that crowd, yo, had there are 9,000 people in there. I mean, I know LSU gets it whooped up, man. It is awesome. And yeah. uh, a little multi mania going on, and, you know, the whole dress and look alike. Kim and all I mean it is just I think it's fantastic it's good for our game it brings more people to our game and uh I, I'm 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 hoping you feel the same way do you how do you oh, feel Oh I
0: definitely I definitely do we had almost 5000 at our elementary school game this year and I love it and when I watch that you gotta hold on to the vision, Debbie. A lot of people don't see it. People think you're crazy, but I know what we're gonna have because our young ladies deserve to play in front of those kind of crowds. They work just as hard. And uh, the one thing I'm experiencing now is that, you know what, yeah, there, there's levels. There's important things that you have to hit on to, but you can't forget about the marketing. Uh, of the game especially that's why one of the reasons I came I wanted to be in a college town where there's nothing we're competing against it's the Salukis in this area and so I wanted to be in a town that was nothing but uh, crazy about the university and we're going to build it we're just going to keep building it and we're going to have those crowds Um, but I do think it's it's so refreshing for our game not just to see the bodies in the stands but to see people on Twitter you know going back and forth on different things and They're talking women's basketball. It's not a better time to be a women's basketball player than right now.
1: I'm 100% with you, and everybody has to do a little bit of their job just a little bit better, and if we keep doing that, we're going to get there. And uh, I'm so grateful for your time, Kelly, and and grateful for your incredible, infectious, positive spin on all things good about our game and and raising your family in Carbondale and having a wonderful time doing so with your team. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you.